1: at home. It is a casual evening, yes. As the numbers are rising in this pandemic of ours, which is now in month 8,000. 8,000, um,
2: yeah.
1: I think we've decided to pull back from that studio thing a little, right? Do a little more for the from home thing?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, sure, that's why. Is Part that why? The, <laughs>
3: the,
1: yes, it was the smart yes. choice.
2: It's a smart choice.
1: <laughs> we are, yeah. we... Yeah, we are responsible uh, content creators, and we yes. don't we don't want to propagate. So, indeed, indeed. No, I, I, I'm making this up. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> you no, guys no, no, it. no.
2: This was this is all calculated. We thought it out.
1: We ran the numbers.
2: Methodical. Crunch those numbs. Crunch them.
4: Yeah. Triple check those
2: nums. <laughs> yep. Sat like this and made lots of humming and humming. Right. Yes,
4: and <laughs> a yes. couple of these. Mm. Mm-hmm. There was some, there was some going on. Like, yeah, we did.
2: And we said things like, "Let's pivot this. Let's put this in the parking lot. Right. Let's put a pen in that. that. Let's put a pin in that." Yeah, we said all yes. those business-like things. Everything yeah.
1: that you need to, uh, yeah, to succeed in business, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So it is Friday night and we are here together apart for now, but uh, yeah, we're happy to be with everyone, all of our friends. We don't know what we're doing. We really don't. don't All of them. All of them. Yep. All our friends. Uh, All all of them. They're
2: all here.
1: I I think I can count them. One, two. Yeah, they're there. All two of them. Okay. So. Hi, guys. Oh, I hear the third one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sandra, what are you drinking? What you got?
2: Oh, I am having in my, in my, of course, one of my favorite cups. Oh, yeah. It's the classic. So below. Uh, it's the classic. I'm actually having a Diet Coke product. Really? I am. I don't have them very often because um, they're not good for you. But right. neither there's alcohol and a whole bunch of other shit. So I was like, you know what? I just was having that feeling like I just, I just, I needed, I needed a Hit a coke, you
1: know. Good, good for you. Go for it. <laughs> you should it. live yeah. wildly. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, bump, yeah.
4: A bump. No, I coke. mean if, yeah. it makes sense. We're doing we're doing eighties mu- music uh, movies today. Music, you know? So yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do like the eighties drug of choice, some coke.
2: <laughs> yeah, let me get my little mirror and we'll be all set. <laughs> and my White American Express.
1: Lines. Yes, American <laughs> Express. Yep, <laughs> very good yeah all right what did kayla pull together i wonder um (laughs) so i did wow look at that
2: oh my god it's beautiful so it's so beautiful
4: i I don't (laughs) like tequila so i've done a whiskey sunrise i guess nice
2: okay okay so
4: some some fresh fresh squeeze orange juice and Bourbon and a little bit of grenadine.
2: And your little monogrammed cup. That's In my precious. my little
4: Continental Hotel John Wick 3 tumbler.
2: Love it.
1: It's very pretty, Caleb. I am impressed.
2: I know. You, you did a good job.
1: Thanks. Very good. <laughs> so I went out today or today. I went out 10 minutes ago <laughs> to my kitchen. And, <laughs> um,
2: it was a and long I, journey. Yeah, it was.
1: It took me a while. <laughs> And so, um, I had to. I made a uh, Manhattan. So I oh. actually did a the bourbon and the vermouth, and I was out of bitters. So I just did some fresh squeezed oh, cutie juice. <laughs> Can I call oh. it cutie juice? So
4: that is like your alternate for everything. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I don't have oranges. <laughs> I have cuties. So, it's
2: like it's but, like put a bird on it. Put a cutie on it.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I made a basically a Manhattan. So it's nice, which really which is pretty wonderful. Looking. I yeah. oh, love me a Manhattan. Yeah. What the hell, Sandra? What are we doing in tonight's show?
2: Oh, tonight. Um, I was trying to think of like a cute title for this. It's basically we're taking a little stroll through Caleb's childhood down memory lane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> minus Caleb. the uh, minus the bad feelings and the awkward you know, boners. <laughs> <Good>. So
2: <laughs> yeah, and all the pain that comes with it. But we'll see. Right. We'll see what comes up. We'll see what's triggered for everybody. Um. So tonight we're talking about Krull and Beastmaster
1: awesome
2: which were two films I had never seen I'd okay. uh, never even heard of Krull
1: so <laughs> well, there we are <laughs> perfect
4: and, and I'm very excited yes cheers I should hope so cheers,
2: cheers. happy
1: Friday <laughs>
3: Manhattan good, Coke. Good, 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 Coke product. Uh, <laughs> Coke product.
4: Oh, mm. uh, we all happy all right. with, our, with our drinks of choice?
1: Hey, yeah. are you guys uh, <laughs> joining us tonight in the chat. Who is it? Oh, we have our dastardly duo, of course, Mindy and Laura. Yeah. Hey, uh, at least I think we have. we have. Laura, for sure. Mindy, maybe not. Laura, are, I mean, you, are yeah. you sans Mindy tonight? Do you have your... Um, Padre,
2: your compatriot.
1: Well, I guess she's just a dastardly uh what's a not the duo? A uh, uh s- a single single <laughs> uh. anyway, uh, hung yeah, <laughs> hungry boy, hungry boy from Australia is all hey, the way hungry. from Australia Hello, here. Friend. Hello, our friend Lewis. We got Lewis. What's up, Lewis? and we have Mark from Pismo. What's going on, Mark? Hi, Mark, and producer Scott. Macy. <laughs> Macy Macy yeah. welcome thank you Macy Hi Macy Uh Mark Vision's truth. So we got East Washington in the house. Hello. that's yeah. good
2: cuz I actually I need both marks. We do need to fully, both to fully function. Yeah. Or I can't do that. I can't do the episode.
1: It's kind of like it. a um yeah, those the the book ends, you know. Mark yeah. on there, Mark there. Mark <laughs> on Mark. Mark on Mark. Right mark, <laughs> on mark. <laughs> uh we got Todd. Our good buddy Todd. <laughs> Hi, Todd. uh, Toddy Toddy. And then who else? Is that it? Todd. I'm going down the list. I think that's it for now. Okay.
2: Make yourself known.
1: Yeah. Say hi. Say hi. For God's sakes. Don't be shy. We
2: know we know you're lurking. We know you're lurking.
1: <laughs> Space face is Macy. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, guys. What did you do? We haven't talked much this week. It was kind of one of those odd weeks we were all so damn busy, so Fill me in, Sandra.
2: Two things. One, um, my sister texted me today, and she was like, I know how much you love conspiracy theories. Do you know about the reptilian elite? <laughs> and, I, and I said, um, I know someone who is in the reptilian elite, actually.
3: <laughs>
2: so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Which would be Neil. Which, wait, wait, it's it's Neil. It's Neil. It's me. Um, <laughs> I'm,
1: blim a blim. V. I'm a a v
4: <laughs> it's a secret don't tell anybody it's
2: a v um <laughs> aside from that that was probably the highlight of my week um we <laughs> have a new spooky slumber party episode out where we talk about the craft legacy and um it was a lot of fun so i watched the craft legacy obviously and i was like super anticipating this movie and i really really liked it a whole whole bunch um if you think like oh i don't know if i'm the target audience for the craft legacy you are right so it's <laughs> only like only watch it if it's like you're like yes i'm like fully on board and dialed in and then you'll love it like like i did um this is we are calling it our most vaginal episode to date Wow. So yes. And, I, and been,
4: I, I have listened to it today. Yes. <laughs> and it is.
2: And it is in fact. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm confirmed.
4: No, props conferred. to you. Like fist bump. Like fist bump. you guys yeah. you guys did a good job. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. warning. <laughs> Fair
2: warning. Yeah. So that's okay. that's about all I got. And then I watched these movies that I'd never seen I've
1: been talking about. Cool. I started mm-hmm. listening to you, to the most your episode on the way home from work today. Yay. So I will get to it by probably a week and end of weekend I should be done. Yay. Yay. <laughs> What's up, Caleb?
4: Uh I finished reading Memnoch the Devil by Anne Rice. <gasps> I can't um, help it.
2: Every time I hear Anne Rice, I just get like
1: <gasps> I just, I don't, I you see. did that last week too. <laughs> yeah. Um so she's got a I, slow leak or something. Right,
4: I do. I do. It's like blowing up the balloon and then like stretching out the.
2: It's you know this. Is, my heart is so full of love for Anne Rice, <laughs> that it like leaks out. But yeah, go on, go on.
4: Um, I started reading, and by started, I'm like, I think just finished the first chapter, and it was really short um it's called lullaby by chuck and i can never say his last name oh, the guy uh, who wrote
2: Lannuick. yeah
4: there you go him yeah
2: yeah love, him. love Chuck.
4: Um, love chuck so yeah i've read quite a few of his things but i've just never known how to pronounce his last name so i always go like chuck <laughs>
3: chuck p <laughs> Chuck, yeah. the
4: guy who wrote fight club um and then i watched season eight of american horror story which was apocalypse yes the whole thing the whole thing it's only 10 episodes so oh we didn't didn't. have a lot of films to watch this week for once it was amazing Uh so
2: (laughs) did you like season eight i thought it was really fun
4: yeah uh there was one one like just kind of bad episode but uh other than that i enjoyed it um good yeah
1: so I, i like that show still so
2: me too. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love yeah, it. I'm absolutely. here for it. Love it. Yeah. I'm here for
1: it. Always love it. Uh I finished finally uh Bly Manor. Okay. I'm still not so, done.
2: I have two more episodes.
1: Okay, then I shall not say anything bad or good. <laughs> Just,
2: oh spoilers.
1: Bly Manor. That's it. Um and um what uh, no. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever I did, I don't remember. So
2: could have been that anything important. Else?
1: No, well, yeah, absolutely. I probably just like, you know, I don't know, save children from a bus or something accident, but I don't <laughs> remember, so don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, well,
2: I think in the COVID era, there's probably not a lot of children on buses, but you know.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a good point, actually. Thank it's you. Fine. Um, it's fine. um One thing, yeah, one thing I did want to uh call out real quick was just that all of our friends in the chat that, uh, you guys are just. I just. I just want to say because when I watch the videos and watch and see the chat, we can't. I. I can't at least like look at the chat nonstop and see everything that is said during our shows when they're live. I know, Sandra, you can't even look at it most you of the time at all. <laughs> but, um, you can't see a
2: damn thing. But can't see a damn thing.
1: But when you go back and look at it after, and I mean, it's yeah. just a lot of good stuff, a lot of good people having fun together, which is just yes. so awesome, and I know it means a lot to all of us. So it does. To you guys in there, thank you for being yeah. here. And it's wonderful that you guys have each other uh, and are having a good time. It really yeah. is. That's kind of the whole point.
2: Means a lot.
1: So, yeah, it does. Seriously. Um,
2: I have a question.
1: Yo. Did
2: anybody say in the chat tonight? Has anybody else? Was anybody else like me and had never seen these movies before? Is there any other people who are like, never seen it? What's that about? Nobody said.
1: No, most of them are. I think are like saying they either have seen them and they're very excited, or haven't said a word about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you know we're gonna spoil these movies that are from 1982 and 1983.
1: So yes, we're gonna spoil the hell out of them. Spoil the (laughs) hell (laughs) out of them.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No, I think uh, Mark from East Washington said that your guy Chuck P was from his area. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah nice. that.
1: so that's cool yeah there you go um yeah that's it for me i think i mean other than just the work and you know it's i don't know about you guys i'm i'm following the trump saga and the whole but in the biden the whole thing like pretty pretty i'm like pretty focused on it okay um, m- more so than i should be probably because it's like i don't know i find well, it fascinating
2: entertainment
1: it is but it's yeah and it's but it's also so scary, I mean, really, when you think about what's going on right now, and uh, yeah. I mean there's so many people that are suffering and people that are dying and I mean and all different things, and uh yeah, I don't know, I just it that's like taking a lot of my brain power, I think, as just kind of what's going on and how I don't feel like it's really being handled very well, <laughs> I don't think, and I don't think that the Congress is doing a good job at helping people who need support it's just. <laughs> Uh, There's a lot heart, going on, you know? dude.
2: I, do you feel like America needs an adult? Because that's kind of how I feel.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could use a good spanking.
2: I think it is <laughs> time.
1: You know, um, I don't it's know. It's like I, it's
2: like Britain needs to come over here and be like children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the queen needs to, the queen needs to come over and just say, you know what? We're just taking it back. It's we're taking it back.
2: You guys so, have had a long time with it. You haven't done what yeah. we, you know what nope. you said you were going to do. We're just taking
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you guys tried, but you know, oh good try, but I'm taking you back. So, you know, it's just try good Cheerio
2: <laughs> and the so. corgis just like drag America back with their little exactly. corny teeth.
1: <laughs> the only thing we would do is kick out Prince Philip because he's a pervert. Prince know? Philip's
2: a fucking pervert. We don't yeah. need him. We don't all need right. him. I'm sure there's a few. We could clean house.
1: <laughs> Philip or Andrew?
2: Uh, Was it not Philip? It's Andrew.
1: Oh, the wrong guy? Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Philip. So, Philip is the, Phillip. Queen's, Phillip is the oh, yeah. queen's husband. He's like and a husband. million years old.
3: He doesn't Andrew
1: know what's happening. Andrew is her son. <laughs> he could yeah. be a oh, bird. We don't know. Oh, he But could. you're right. <laughs> sorry. I meant true. Andrew. Oh, sorry.
3: And,
2: and they don't like <laughs> <Thank> Boris <laughs> over there. So we could get, like, we could maybe help them with that problem. Maybe, you know, maybe we could help each other out a little bit here.
1: They don't. And, you know, I, I, you're right about that. I was actually speaking about with a guy who is in England um, oh. via the email. I, work, I, I do work with him when life is normal. Um, yeah. And he was telling me that, yeah, like, you know, the whole going through this, uh, everything with Brexit going on and Boris doesn't know what he's doing. He was he got his own level of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have, they well. have their own problems. So, right. yeah. Wait, yeah, Maybe.
2: there's a girl I follow on Instagram and like she like just like how, you know, there's lots of. Companies that make like jewelry that are like, you know, anti Trump or anti conservative phrases and stuff, they have those over there too. And it says, like, Boris is a cunt <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. And it's like, hee 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 hee.
1: Yeah, I love the I love the British. The fact that they can say that kind of stuff like
2: well, not everybody likes it. To be fair, a lot of British people don't like that word.
1: Oh, so. well, they don't. Okay, they should sure no, say they it. Don't, a lot they don't. Like they like do it, say yeah, it a lot. But, but, but yeah. I, th- I think it has
4: a different meaning there than it does here. So. Yeah,
2: I think I think it's kind of like some people like it and they're cool with it, and other people are like maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Right. Yeah, we anyway. really don't know if you should be using that word.
2: <laughs> that. No. Excuse well, me. Well, it always cracks
4: not. me up in the in the movies where they say "bloody" and and then like the parent or whatever will say "language." You know, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Bloody is a bad word. You
3: know?
2: Right, right, right. right. What else we got? What else we
1: got? It's, it's time we? for this week in entertainment news. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know what country
1: that was. That was, I don't know, some kind of, I don't know, Oliver Twist. <laughs> I don't know. My accents are never spot on. You know that. <laughs> oh, wait, what happened this week? Uh, <laughs> hey, did you guys know that in on November 17th, 1979, Salem's Lot was released on television as a two-part miniseries?
2: And that's oh. on Shutter right now.
1: Oh, this is, it? is it? cool. Oh,
2: yeah, wow. I'm gonna go I'm, check that out. I, I know I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm totally gonna be to watch that.
1: Not you that should. I want
4: more horror right now, but I'll do it. I'll do it.
1: All right. I think we should all step out and just use our hands and do the rest of the talking for the show. It's <laughs> like Okay. Um there's a lot of birthdays that happen on the seventeenth of November.
2: So milk, I'm gonna read them all,
1: all I'm gonna read them all to you right now. Hit, hit us. Uh, okay. Rance Howard, Martin Scorsese, Denny DeVito, Lauren Michaels, Stephen Root, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, and Ru Paul. All born on the 17th of I November. I
2: love Ru.
1: Yeah. Different years, of course. <laughs> different I knew, years.
2: <laughs> I knew like three people on that list. Go on.
1: Okay. Um, let's see. November 18th. In 1928... Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse had their birthday. But actually, that was the day they were born, actually. I should say that. Well, yeah, their birthday. <laughs> November 18th, 1928. Mickey and Minnie Mouse.
2: Original names, Mortimer
1: and Mortimer, Minerva. There you Minerva. Minerva. Yeah. Minerva. Minerva. Yeah. That's a better name. I like that. That's a great old-timey well, name. Well, a
2: lot of people who go by Minnie are Minervas, so.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Also, let's see, on... The 18th of November in 1994, one of my favorites, Cab Calloway, passed away on the 18th of November. And I bring that up only because I want to keep his name alive either way (laughs) and talk about him whenever I can. So Cab Calloway, of course, everyone knows, right? From, I mean, most likely the Blues Brothers, if you know of him, but he's the Heidi, Heidi, Heidi ho. Yep um okay november 18th 1975 one flew over the cuckoo's nest premiered okay yes okay no 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 one cares no
2: film is a fun (laughs) so it's just a gay romp that film that movie
1: is great you know one best picture so
2: i do remember i do remember i'm sure
1: you do remember that you were very much watching and alive okay uh november 19th 1961 meg ryan we had meg ryan's birthday yesterday Uh, Also, yesterday was Jodie Foster's birthday. Oh, I love her. We do know we like Jodie Foster. And finally, on November 20th, that is today's date, in 1982, a seven-year-old Drew Barrymore guest-hosted Saturday Night Live.
2: Oh, my goodness. Poor little Drew.
1: All right. Poor little Drew. And that was The Week in Entertainment History. Yay. Yay. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Okay. Uh, so new subscriber alert. We have soul asylum, S U L L soul asylum.
4: That's a cool Runaway name. Train. That
1: is going back. Welcome. <laughs> soul. we appreciate it. Uh, and then real quick, I received a message, uh, um, a couple months ago on the, I think it was on the cult film series. Maybe, uh, Facebook from a uh, gentleman named Randy Clayton, and he actually gave us one of his ten, his ten list for our thirty one frights, <gasps> and I I got it in. there I'm pretty sure I got it into our included in there. But yeah, um, he then afterwards said, you know, kind of like, oh, I want, I know these probably won't get, you know, won't get selected or get picked, but you know, I just wanted to tell you I love your show, you guys, and he's in Napa, so he's close by. <gasps> um, Randy, and neighbor. To, do a quick call out to Randy and say thank you, Randy. And just so you know, we did get your films. We saw them. And just a couple of them are films that I love, like The Hidden and Life Force and From Beyond, all of which, you're right, were not in our list. Nope, didn't make not it. Not for lack of trying on my part, <laughs> I might yeah. say.
2: Hey, we all we all had things that didn't make it a list.
1: <laughs> Paranormal, no alien? sorry. sorry.
2: Oh, my gosh. Most of my movies weren't on the list. It's fine.
1: It's I know. fine. <laughs> okay. Well, Sandra, it's all you. All
2: right. Are we all ready to take a little stroll down memory lane with our dear, dear, dear God, we love him, Caleb. God bless that boy. <laughs> um, Poor Caleb. You know, he's a good sport, and he does like horror, but... He's not like creepily, uh, unhealthily obsessed with it like Neil and I are. So, um, he was like, "Hey, hey, let's do this little double feature." And it's you know we're happy to do that for Caleb and give him a little bit of a break. So Thank you. we <laughs> we're gonna start with Krill, right?
4: Uh, I believe so. Yes, yes. All right. Yes, All right. Cool. Whatever. All you right.
2: Want. Or or as my phone always auto-corrects it to Krill. which i I believe is isn't that with the whale that's whales yeah Yeah. that's a whales thing um okay so this is a little movie from 1983 a sci-fi and high fantasy hybrid film about prince calwin the princess betrothed that is kidnapped from their wedding ceremony by the beast a powerful creature who travels about in a vanishing fortress spaceship contraption uh Colwyn forms a merry band of men to be his army.
1: Yes, he does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's kind of where the high fantasy aspect comes in. So interestingly, this movie, Beastmaster, lots of others, they're often kind of weirdly lumped, as you know, kind of trying to people were were really trying to be like, look, we have like a Star Wars. We have like a Star War over here. Yeah. It's the same thing, kids. <laughs> and some of them went over better than others. Um, as I said, I'd never seen this film. Uh, the sound of the glaive at the beginning scared the bejesus out of my cat.
1: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> she was like, ah, and like went flying around the room. Yeah. So that was my first impression of this film. I was like, Stitches, come back. Don't leave me. <laughs> Don't leave me to watch this two hour fantasy. Science fiction film alone.
1: <laughs> That's funny. So, okay. So, uh, I'm, yeah. So, where do we start, I guess? I mean, the movie opens up like, like Star Wars with the long, slow shot of a space vehicle of some sorts passing by <laughs> as it makes its way towards the, the planet. Or Magical
2: vanishing fortress contraption yes.
1: a, a giant mountain that flies, basically.
2: That, so, too. Yeah. Otherwise
1: known as the Black Fortress. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It takes it takes a while of the for the it gets by you, and then it finally makes its way into whatever the planet is. I don't. You don't really crawl. say what planet. that's oh, crawl. You're right. Sorry, it's the planet. <laughs> it's <crawl>. I'm like, <laughs> thank you. Uh, they do. They do say. They name do. The, they name
2: do the say. Film. It's right. fine though.
1: Minor detail. Go on. Minor detail. A planet. It's <laughs> <name is> crawl. <laughs> so, um, it's very. This whole movie has got is is like exposition like the whole movie oh seems like you know
2: <laughs> Oh my god Neil that's my first <laughs> fucking note Is it really? Is, it's just I said hilarious exposition <laughs> dump between the princess and the king but I mean really the whole movie is a lot of exposition but their exchanges it not yes. This is actually a very well acted film for the most part very weird clunky beginning though where it's like yeah yeah but
1: i am gonna tell you from the very beginning, first of all, I'm gonna tell you that i actually i I adore this film, I really, really like this movie, so and I'm not a fan of fantasy or like I haven't seen Lord of the Rings movies, and I'm not going to, and i I mean yeah you know, it's just it's not my thing, I just don't really care for it uh, did't um, we
2: establish you're allergic to hobbits
1: did we it might be <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: it might be okay, yeah. so. Um, but I, yeah, but you know, I, again, like Caleb, I saw this film as a kid and I always thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. and like Scott said, it's so cool. Cause you get to have swords and lasers together. I mean, what? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> One stop so. shopping.
1: Yeah. But no, I, and I, I don't, you know what? I don't remember where I
4: saw this. I, I don't think I saw it in the theater. Um, I, I think I probably saw it later at home on on vhs somewhere but i just for whatever reason it just sort of spoke to me and part of that is probably just because it's a story we've heard before you know we've watched before it really wasn't anything new it was just a new location with new characters you know telling us the story
2: it follows um very classic hero's journey you know, mm-hmm. kind of cycle. A yeah. um, lot of the same archetypes and tropes, again, you know, kind of this merry band, high fantasy, but then they, like, mixed in some sci-fi. So this was my first time seeing this this film. Like I said, I think it's was actually um, quite well acted. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the Costumes for the most part were really good. That the sets were really beautiful, locations really beautiful. That you could tell they put a lot of time and money into this. Yeah. The James yeah. Horner soundtrack is very like old Hollywood. Yeah. The guy that plays Prince Cowan, you know, he dude looks like Errol Flynn. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. there's just like a very kind of <laughs> um, throwback ish kind of like Hollywood <laughs> classic Hollywood vibe to a lot of this film. Um, yep. Now, will I watch beast Mas? I mean, sorry, crawl. again. <laughs> um, I would probably watch it again. Um, I think I would have a lot more like love for this film. If I'd seen it when I was a kid, because there are some eighties fantasy cheesy and sci-fi movies that I love that I saw when I was a kid. And that's like why I love them. But um I think producer Scott will really like this film. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let
4: me hit, um, this was a very, very expensive movie. Uh, Yeah. They lost a lot of of money on it (laughs) because it it did not do well in the box office. Um, Yeah. It became a cult, you know, classic much later. Um, Right. And then, as um, as far as the acting goes, all of these guys were classically trained. Um, Ken Marshall went to Juilliard. Um, Juilliard. I believe, I believe he was there at the same time as uh, Christopher Reeves. Yep. Um, yep. And,
1: and Robin Williams. And Robin Williams.
4: Yeah. Yep. Nice. And then and then all the English guys they were yes. all like classically s- trained stage oh. actors. Oh. So um so yeah it's it's, it is well acted
2: (laughs) me pick me pick me one of (laughs) um an actor that i absolutely adore alan armstrong is in this film and i had never seen him so young and it Mm -hmm. fucking blew my mind so he plays um torquil yeah the lead thief um Mm but I adore him. So that was really fun to see. You have little baby Liam Neeson. Oh my God. He's like, a, he's so young in this film. He looks like a toddler. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then you have, um, Robbie Coltrane who was dubbed over. <laughs> so that's that a couple so people sad. were dubbed
4: over.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: They were like, no, you sound too Scottish or something, but it's like, then why did you cast them, bro? Um, I will say there's some for for me there's some weird pacing things in this movie, little all over the place at times, um, but you know we'll, we'll 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 get into it we'll get into it.
1: <laughs> okay, should we get into it?
2: Let's right. get into it.
1: Yeah, take us through the world of Kroll. <laughs>
2: Jesus okay there's a lot And we're not gonna I mean this movie is Two hours and it's really packed so It's hard to go through all of it but Basically I hate to Start out on a sour note but I'm going To um you have This insta love Between (laughs) the prince and Princess um (sighs) Don't love, like a, don't a Romeo it.
4: and Juliet sort of vibe there. Like, yeah, the families are enemies, but right, they're, they're gonna... uniting
2: the kingdom. Yeah. Um, she, Princess Lissa, that too. Um, she was a disappointment for me. She's very damsel in distress, very flat. Um, you know, really just exists to you know, kind of bolster the hero, is really her only. Point so, which you do get in a lot of weird fantasy, I don't know, things. And this was, you know, kind of falls into that, so that's kind of a bummer. Um, her
4: voice was also dubbed over,
2: yeah, it wasn't her voice, it's it's not super clean either. (laughs) So she was just really kind of a disappointment for me, I'm sorry to say. Um hey, too bad about the wedding though. She kind of gets <laughs> she kind of gets kidnapped by the beast. Everybody dies and that's what kind of launches Colin on his his journey.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't know. You know, I I actually so the actress was is, is, is Lisette Anthony and I I remember her for whatever reason I always remembered her name from this movie I thought I thought she was gorgeous. You know, um she is. And she, and she is. She is. She yeah. is. Yeah. And she's worked steady ever, you know, I mean, since this film. Um,
2: totally. Totally.
1: But uh, you might, you might recognize her from uh, Dracula dead and loving it. Yeah. <laughs> she played Lucy. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. played Lucy. Um, yeah. She played Lucy. But I mean, and, and of course a bunch of other stuff, you know, besides yeah. that, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I watching it again, I really, I had no issue again with the way it just kind of gets right into it because I guess for me it's more like I want I want them to just get out of all that part and just get the glaive. They like, go find the glaive, <laughs> you know, because because I honestly I hadn't seen this film and it was, it's been a quite number of years, you know. But I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, get the glaive. That's the good part, you know, kind of thing. And then. <laughs> all this other exposition crap. All right, just get, move on, move on. And,
2: and not to mention but. climbing the, scaling the mountain to get the to is about a 15 minute goddamn scene. <laughs> so.
1: but, but, and it's one of my notes though, is that,
3: yeah. and
1: like, like you said, Sandra though, that, I mean, the reason I love, one of the great things about this film though, is it really is a callback to old school, Hollywood, you know, Hollywood filmmaking. Totally, with all the set, the set pieces, the production and the locations. And I mean, because it was yeah. I mean, it was gorgeous I mean, as far as... It really was. All the, sure. the cinematography and where they were filming and everything was really very pretty.
2: <laughs> and so, and they sure knew it because they gave you lots they and did. lots and lots of shots of it. That's one of the pacing issues that I had. With it some it of is, those, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right.
1: You're absolutely right. And, and pacing was not the... <laughs> the strong not point strong of this suit. film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. But so uh, not like How about after- How about you can talk oh, about, yeah. How about the How about the slayers? They're pretty cool though. Especially oh, the when you slayers kill are one. awesome. Especially yeah. when you kill one. And they make a, a little that like
3: sound. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. noise they
1: make and then the little like Jason thing pops out of them and runs <laughs> into the ground. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It
2: goes
4: they really they're <laughs> very cool they are yep. very they are cool,
1: cool
2: <laughs> they're totally cool, I love they die uh,
1: though I love that little squeal they make yeah yeah
2: they have they make a little death rattle thing Yes, pretty cool they too
1: um,
2: very cool, so the first person he meets he meets is of course his mentor you know old wise man wizard figure
4: In in your yet in year
2: y- it's, in it's
4: year, like y- year? N, it's like y n
2: y r yeah <laughs> Yeah. In, Ynir? Ynir?
4: Ynir? Maybe that's it. In-year? We're
2: getting further from it, the more we say it.
3: He's uh, he basically like the Obi-Wan
2: In- character, In- right? In- yeah, the yeah, Obi-Wan, he's, yeah. He's that archetype, right? He's your mentor. <laughs> um, they also pick up... Uh, what's his name? Ergo? Art?
1: Ergo, <laughs> yeah. Ergonomics? Yeah. Ergo, ergo the ergo. Magnificent. They pick up that, Therefore.
2: <laughs> that guy... Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So well, that guy, he is very funny. He's he's a comedian. Like, and I've seen him in other things. Um, he was in Charlie the Chocolate. Factory. He plays the teacher, and my I fucking love so much. Um, <laughs> so good. He. <laughs> I don't want to skip ahead too much, but I have a note here. Ergo and the Cyclops: a contest for who has the worst hair. <laughs> They
1: both have okay. these
2: god-awful
1: the bold, wigs. kind of well kind of a bold Oops. cut. In and a way. sometimes
2: yeah. Ergos kind of does like a little flip, <laughs> like a little sassy like 60s flip. And I don't know. It was he's got, um
1: I found his wigs
2: distracting. Yeah.
1: He's got it from uh, the Kathy comic strip. <laughs> That's what
2: he's got. <laughs> Um but. he's kind of a hapless magician. Yeah. Uh so we we collect those characters, comedic relief.
4: But he's very sweet, though. He's very
2: sweet. Well, he he goes on a character arc, which is more than I can say for (laughs) Calvin and, like, you know, the other leads. So the prince and princess are just like...
4: No, they just stay there. Yeah.
2: They're like, we have no growth. (laughs) (laughs) I
4: always always thought it was so sweet when he changed into a dog because that was that little boy's wish, was to have a dog. Yep.
2: (laughs) So sweet, you guys. So sweet. Um... Then of course we meet the uh, the robbers, the escaped prisoners, which is where we get Torquil and little baby Robbie Coltrane, little baby Liam Neeson, little little baby Alan Armstrong, and like fifty other dudes that are very forgettable and don't
1: really have <laughs> well, a lot of they're, lines. They're the red shirts on the on the Star Trek Enterprise. Totally, and a shirt. couple of
2: them make it hilariously long into the movie. <laughs> they do. <And> it- <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? Like
4: I, I know, like, and they're like, one of them's like a total throwaway character. Like, I don't even know that he had any no, lines.
2: No, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you know, this is one of those, you know, in these high fantasy epics, we lose a lot of people along the way because you get like attached to them and then they die. And right. it's just really funny because normally the red shirts are dispatched. And right. for some reason there's like two of them that like make it all the way to the fucking <laughs> castle. And it's like who are you, dude? Like nobody <laughs> who did anybody invite this guy? Does anybody know his name? I know,
1: seriously. Like what the get out of the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> right, <so>. Um <laughs> I know, I <laughs> like, like <Yeah>. oh no, a slayer shot him. Oh no. Oh no. Uh <laughs> what um, do we do?
2: We get a cool seer who's got a yes, seer beard. Yes. Yeah. He's got an yes. epic beard. Um, I really liked him. Oh god, that scene when he gets uh, fucking shape shifted. That will traumatize you <laughs> for, for life.
4: Yeah, I, I remember thinking like when the eyes go all black and the ah, his the skinned. nails grow and the yeah, yeah, that was like I did not Nasty. like that. Um, but then the, uh, also that whole scene is sort of coupled with the quicksand. You know, which ah. we could probably add that to like one of my phobias. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Quick sand.
2: There's, there's a meme i think it was it might have been a tweet originally but it's a meme and it's like wow when you're a kid you think quicksand's gonna be like this big problem and then right. you grow up and there's <laughs> quicksand yeah
1: i remember reading um kayla maybe you saw this in your thing that that the tank they used for that quicksand scene was used in a james bond film because that was, was- all Okay. Yeah. Well, I know it was Pi- filmed at Pinewood, Pinewood Studios. Right. Yeah. So I I just remember I I used to have I had a um like a crawl. It was a uh, a magazine of some kind, but it was like it uh, it had this. It was the magazine had the the story and pictures because I can only look at pictures. I can't read. Right. And then it also had
2: <laughs> that's canon. Then, that's canonical. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then canonical is that a word? That's a <laughs>
3: word. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I
2: like Big that. Big
1: day word. for you. Come oh, on. Okay. I've already it. And then it also it, but... had, like, um, I think some behind the scenes stuff in it as well.
0: Yeah, and one okay. of the
1: things was that the tank they used for that scene was from a James Bond film. Yeah. But I'm, this is like. You know, I'm talking like 60 years ago when I had this magazine. So I it was, was gonna ago. say
2: it's fucking hilarious. You remember that, and then you don't even remember if you watched anything this week. So right,
1: well, you know, it's <laughs> it's the short term memory that that's what goes. Oh, that's what, what goes. What <laughs> am my dementia? I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, um, so okay, they pick up a seer on their, on their on their on their. First of all, we should probably say there's a glaive and Cohen. Gets this glaive, which Colin. is a Colwyn. Excuse me. Gets this glaive, which is a five. Uh, like how do you how do you describe it? A five. It's a, it's a
2: ninja star.
1: Star. A, Larry Large Star. It's I, a sea star with blades. <laughs> okay. It is
2: also that
1: he has to jab his hand into the lava up in the hills. It takes him fifteen minutes to get to. He pulls it out because he's like Arthur. He's the righteous one. He's the one right, that can right, go right. in and and pull it out. And then, and then he holds it, and then the blades come out, and you're like, holy crap, this is the coolest weapon practically in movie history. Right. I want one. Now, I
4: wanted one as a kid. I still want one today. I, no, I, like, I want a jetpack.
1: <laughs> I could probably use a glaive number two. So I agree with you. I'd now,
2: rather have a lightsaber or a blaster than the glaive, but no, it's a uh, picture. Sure.
1: But the glaive, <laughs> I don't know. The point, though, and, and Mark, uh, I think it was Mark from... <laughs> We're going to say Pismo? I don't remember Witch now. Which Yeah. One of the marks, um, uh-huh. Marky Marks, brought up the fact that it might be the worst use of a cool weapon in a movie ever. And to agree with him. And we'll talk absolutely. about it a little bit later. But, oh my God, yes. it's pretty
2: anticlimactic. Yes. Especially after it makes this epic sound that scares my poor fucking cat. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> what do you do? Barely and
1: he, and he can hold it so dramatically from the lava and go poof. And then like the ching, the blades come out. And yeah. You're like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is going to be
2: dope. <laughs> Just wait. Um, <laughs> so, okay. You, maybe you guys can answer something for me. Um, the Cyclops. Cyclops. We get a okay. little backstory about the Cyclops race. Uh, they used to have two eyes. They lost one in a deal with the Beast. Um, so, So they had two eyes. Did the remaining eye then migrate up to the top? <laughs> because... <laughs> They have the very classic Cyclops face and like they're telling the story. They're like, oh yeah, it's hella sad, dude. Cyclops is used to have two eyes and now they have one. And I'm like, and it's, it's right. It's right there. Like, yep, weird. Okay.
1: Yeah. Just And it's it's because they wanted, what did they they wanted? The ability to see the future.
2: Right. Right. And now they can only see their own death.
1: That's all I can see. So they're pissed off. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which I can't blame him, I guess. No. Well the Cyclops, he's a very sweet little character. He's kinda like their I don't know. He he's kind of fills a lot of archetypes. Yeah. He
4: he's like the I don't know. Kind of the paladin. If if I had to make it like a Star Wars he he's like Chewbacca.
2: He is very large and tall. <laughs> no, not um, just
4: that though, but I mean, he's just kind of sweet and lovable, and you know, yes. but he also gets shit done when it needs to happen. Or... Shit done.
2: <laughs> In the D and D world, I I cast him as as a paladin.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Kind of has like mm-hmm. a
2: righteousness. He's not like he's not the cleric, but he's you know kind of has this like righteous, holy mission thing going on.
1: Anyway, paladin, where do we roll? I
2: also thought it was really funny because they were, and it was a good effect. They were really proud of that he could blink,
0: and there's some like really
2: long shots of his blinking eye, and it (laughs) kind of made me laugh. It's like a drinking game. Take a shot every time they show his (laughs) blink, (laughs) blink,
1: yeah. Hey man, someone probably worked really hard on that. I mean, really, hard. really, fucking really hard. hard on
2: that. No, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. But again, the wig—they <laughs> spent a lot of time on the eyeball. They should have been focusing on the hair.
1: Hey Caleb, I bet if like KMB or Thomas, if he did that makeup, she'd be all, "Oh, it was the greatest blink in history," <laughs> but because because it's not. It was so realistic. It was so lifelike.
3: Yep.
4: <laughs> the time and and and. Talent that went into it was just amazing.
2: <laughs> just, <sniffs> I'm gonna eat I
3: it. I said up. I was
2: impressed with the eye, I just thought it was hilarious that they were like, Look at it,
1: look at it, look at it. <laughs> go
2: <blank laughs> it's go blank, <laughs> don't blink, you'll miss that blank. Oh
4: exactly.
1: man,
4: okay, okay. So, so they don't get ahead. the information from the seer, right? That they
1: want. So. Well, remember he they try and then the beast gets pissed off and he breaks into the seer's vision and like, crushes. what right. yeah. hand breaks in. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> seer's kind of the seer ends up being kind of lame. Like he ends up like, but, oh, it's gotta be this big deal, and then he gets dispatched pretty easily. Um, yeah,
1: the beast sends a shapeshifter, yeah. like you said, who dispatches of the the yeah. seer, makes himself turn into the she- the seer, and then. Luckily, they find his body floating in the in Caleb's new in his tenth phobia
3: of the quicksand.
2: <laughs> oh, you know what? You, but, and you know, Cyclops saves the again. I was gonna say Cyclops is the only one who's like fucking focused and gets this done. Um yep. Really appreciate him. Can we talk about something that's really important? Oh, please. Um, the that's spider lady. For. The spider oh, yes. lady is everything. of the, um, the I, I was so disgusted and disappointed by the dumb damsel princess like okay awesome there's our like one female character except for like some wenches that have about five seconds of airtime uh, but then we get the spider woman can we can she have her own movie because she was like the fucking best Total and prequel. her,
3: her yeah. thing was totally, i would love to see that like
2: all literally exposition <laughs> but she has like this whole thing with Yesidril, Yesidril, Ynisir, what do we call him?
1: Oh right. The mentor uh,
2: guy. They ear, have this.
1: You're fat. you ear, ear something.
2: Yeah. Inner ear in, in ear. ear. In your in, in in, in ear, ear. Right. ear. In ear. In, in ear. ear.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they have a whole thing. She's got a cool clicky clacky spider.
4: That set is <sighs> awesome, by the way. Yep.
2: Like, the... She's awesome. She's everything. Okay. I was like, I like this movie more than the other movie.
1: <laughs> but it, that's I, I knew a, yeah. you would like
4: that, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. She's
1: that's, cool. that's, that's one reason why the film is so great to me, again, is that whole scene. I just love, I love the, whole, the whole existence of it, the special effects portion of it, the fact that she's, she gives him the information and the sands, and then she can't be protected anymore once the sands are gone, the sacrifice, the whole thing. I just love mm-hmm. the whole thing. It's, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I like her a lot.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Uh okay, so the, yeah, so in 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 your ear has to go gets the sands and then he goes back to the group and says uh the it's going to the black, okay, we should probably say the black fortress every day it goes to a new location.
2: I I did call it vanishing in my synopsis.
1: Vanishing. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so you don't know where it's going to be though, but because the widow of the web knew in your ear goes, takes it to to them, you said, and runs screaming, On oh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the and black then, portrait. And he takes that prom- part over and over instead of yeah. saying where it's gonna go. And then promptly dies. <laughs> and then dies because the sand yeah. ran out of his hand. But because it goes to the iron desert. That's where they yeah. have to go. Yeah,
2: they have to go to the iron desert. Which, which is like- a
4: 1,000
1: leagues away leagues. from where they yes. currently so many are. Leagues. Which, How, isn't a league a sea, uh, uh, <laughs>
3: a, oh, a maritime oh, uh, yeah. a a a measurement? A nautical
4: <laughs> measurement?
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Nautical? <laughs> nautical. <laughs>
1: Sorry, a nautical?
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I spend a
1: lot of times on a boat. I do, I do.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I don't know why, but for some reason, just calling it maritime, that just, like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nautical. that just,
2: like, broke something loose inside me okay okay but guys Sandra, that's called worry. your heart
1: if that's, it's pumping it's called your heart it's okay. is that what
2: that is yeah. that little icy sparkly thing yes exactly <laughs> um so okay guys
0: Sandra's heart grew I, th- three sizes that day <laughs> it's scott here i'm gonna jump in a league was a unit of measurement that roughly calculated how much how how far someone could walk in an hour
2: Oh,
4: oh, so it's okay. not any okay. of the it's shit you thought it was. <laughs> it's not even
2: maritime. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, how not do you, mar- it's not
1: maritime law. <laughs> so, Scott, so you're saying that 20,000 leagues under the sea is how much a guy walks in, under the in the
0: ocean?
2: Yeah, the fuck's up. Since that makes, well, you can't walk considered in the
0: ocean. To be somewhere between, depending on which, uh, you know, which country you're talking about would be three to three and a half miles. So 20,000 leagues would be uh, 60,000 miles deep.
2: Uh, I don't, you guys, that, I'm not here to do math. Yeah. I'm not here to do math. I'm math. not here for that.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Nope.
1: 60,000. Um, okay, guys, I'm just trying guys, to figure that guys, out. Guys, Sorry. guys, I
2: need you to focus here. Because we <laughs> don't need to worry about the math. Because we have fucking fire horses. Fire it, mares. It's fine. Okay, so talk about a long... <laughs> my note is just... L-O-O-O-O-L. I was dying during this scene. First of all, it's so long. Oh my God, it is so long. And you have this hilarious green screen and flaming horse effect. I was, it it really took me out of the film. I was like, what? I felt like, I was back in fucking Zardoz. Like <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. I was frightened. Um,
4: and yeah. I had absolutely no problem with that scene. Uh, yeah, no long, I'm watching Caleb. it now, it's a little, it's a long. little cheesy. No, just sort of cheesy <laughs> looking. But I you want a fire know. mare. I want a fire mare to go along with my glaive. I All I
2: right. want. I want a horse that's on fire, or not, or half person, <laughs> half horse. I just want it in my life.
1: I, I want to give props to the filmmakers for putting horses on treadmills. So at least they're yeah. on real horses in front of a blue screen. Yeah. It would have been blue, not a green at the time. So oh, I'm versus sorry. having having a fake. No, I'm just saying at the time it would have been a blue. I'm not correcting you. <laughs> just saying that's why I'm saying blue screen.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: So that's all. They had a horse on. They had the forethought. to go, let's put the horse on a treadmill. At least they are on actual horses, not like a fake. you know like a fucking ride outside of Albertsons. You know, just going up.
3: It's
2: <laughs> 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 like a a drugstore like little horse. <laughs> exactly. Oh My God, get the quarters shot. out. <laughs> Cohen's got a Wins, horse.
4: I ran. A, I- have another quarter, please?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so I don't have any more notes until basically the end of the film, which we're kind of getting there anyway. Um <laughs> so was- well, they
4: make it-, make it they make it to yeah. the Black Fortress. Yes. <laughs> they they make it inside. Unfortunately, our, our poor 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 friend Cyclops sacrifices himself.
2: It was his time.
4: Which is so sad.
1: Here. But it's his time. It was his time. As does Coltrane. Yeah. Coltrane also bites a big one.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. we lose Nissan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, everybody's dead except for like <laughs> <laughs> the two fucking randos from the prison. <laughs> and yeah, it, it uh, and,
4: like and, and uh Ergo and the little boy.
2: Ergonomics and what was his name? Tonic. It was something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh,
1: therefore and tonic (laughs) yeah
2: um who finally oh ergo has some moments though like he he's at this point he's really grown he um ends up doing like a really brave thing turning into a tiger um he does all his uh like he wants to stay with the Cyclops. He wants to help. He's doing all this stuff. So again, the only like character that has like fucking growth in the film. So yeah. uh, good on you, Ergo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. yeah no, and he absolutely. gets shot too. He gets shot and he stays by the kid. Yep. Oh my well, God. Him. It's so. While well, whilst the bleeding,
2: it's so funny when he gets um when they when he turns back into a human at the end and the damsel goes up to him and she's like he's fine and it's like <laughs> bitch, you don't know like he's like I'm <laughs> bleeding out. It's, like,
4: it's his hand. He can
2: walk. <laughs> What's yeah. the problem? Let's go. So you yeah, know, and like, I'm like, lady, what have you done during this <laughs> damn movie? He took a bullet for the
1: party, like. <laughs> So okay, so one thing we did we even say that she gets kidnapped after her at her wedding? And yeah, taken I did. To the black Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. okay. Good. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. So, um <laughs> she runs around his expansive uh, luxury apartment that he has. His suite. <laughs> And you know, and it gets to look but, at all the awesome architecture that is designed. Like d-
4: decorated oddly, made to look like bones and bones and an eyeballs window and eyeballs. And yeah,
2: I mean, I'd live there.
4: You totally I live I would. There. I, I think yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, but
2: um, if that was okay. the only
4: Airbnb available, yeah, I'd stay
3: there.
2: Can we talk? Can we talk about the beast? Can we talk Please. about the end here. <laughs> yeah. We need to move on. Okay, so the beast. The Beast, though, wow, what a disappointment! The Beast was, wow, what? what a, okay, dude, he has total rubber mask monster vibes. Oh no, oh he, oh honey, he is. He's like his lips are like this, and like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't like have any expression. He just like stays and like ah, ah and he has like the Vaseline rubbed on the camera lens. Oh, man. Oh, Sandra, Disappointment. I, could, I could
4: not disagree more. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Beast. Are
2: you kidding me? No, he's a rubber mask monster. Silly. He's silly. As looking. they I all were him. back then. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. We could make the Cyclops blink, but we couldn't do better for the the Beast? The I don't beast know. The Beast is awesome.
4: Oh, I think he's great. Cute. Yeah, He yeah. looks
2: like something I watched on Power Rangers when I was a kid. Nah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I love I don't know I love the beast I don't know why I miss I don't know I love the fact that we had Poltergeist in 82 and then this film in 83 that both had beasts (laughs) the beast you know but uh (laughs) this black fortress is clean (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I uh so you guys I, like I,
2: the Beast. I
1: like the Beast. I, I wish they I had him more in focus. I mean, he's very yeah. blurry through most of the film. It's because
2: they because they the Vaseline, looked, yeah. They knew he looked crummy. They spent their they blew their wad on the budget on everything else. And they're like, <laughs> somebody dig through the props department and find something no. and we'll make it look big. Some and we'll idiot put Vaseline on it and it's fine.
1: Somebody that went to Costco and bought the the giant Vaseline <laughs> thing and they had to use it. So it's <laughs> Put it on the lens for every shot. <laughs>
3: They're
2: like, what, what about this, though?
1: Hmm? Yeah. What
2: about this for the beast? Um, I don't know. Oh, and so then we get the glaive. The glaive in action. Finally. Too. You yeah, finally get finally, the
4: glaive. Yeah, we've been hearing yeah. about this weapon.
2: <laughs> yeah. His his um, his um Excalibur. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His lightsaber. And,
1: and Caleb, you go ahead. You tell us. <laughs> All right. So he
4: uses it to get into the room where we're licit lissa is they get her out oh he 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 throws it at the beast and the beast falls
2: he gets hit in the arm
4: (laughs) and and but it won't come back to him you know and they decide you know what leave it (laughs) <laughs> it took you 15 minutes to climb that fucking mountain to go get that yeah, son of a bitch.
2: You put your hand <laughs> but, in lava in fucking magma.
4: But you can't walk 20 steps and go yank it out of a of a dead monster or of a dead beast.
2: <laughs> no. No. Can't do it.
4: <laughs> so whoever's left, they're all running away, but the beast isn't dead. He's no, not dead yet. It was. It's just a. It was just a
2: flesh wound. <laughs> just a flesh wound. <laughs> this, exactly.
4: This fucking legendary weapon that's supposed to
2: like. <laughs> that's like the god killer. Be able to kill anything. <laughs>
4: that I mean, you left behind that you never see
2: again after.
1: Nope. 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 And they don't. They don't go back for it. They don't. Nothing. Nope. It's just like it's like nope. a limp noodle. It's, it's just like sh- it's, oh. it's just gone. <laughs>
2: But yep. it's okay, because you don't need the glaive when you have the power of love.
1: Dun, 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 dun. dun okay, the so, power of love. It's a curious <laughs> thing. <So. laughs> it makes a one-man rich. It makes one-man weak.
2: We need to stop. <laughs> we're going to get sued. We can't.
1: It'll make Scott sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, they decide that part of, part of their um, their ritual when they were getting married was you know, I give I give fire to water, and then only and my wife can take the water from the fire and then give it back to her husband. But they got interrupted before she could give the fire back to him. So she though she had the idea of like, oh my god, oh we have each other. Here, take the fire from my hand, and he's like, whoa, okay. And then he becomes yeah, like of, Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, I
2: was going to say, out of nowhere, this giant sci-fi creature. And suddenly she's like, wait a minute. It wasn't the glaive. It's our love. Yep. And I'm like, get out of here with it's that. Like,
1: it's like Poltergeist 2. It's just yes! like, we can, <laughs> we can yeah, defeat yeah. the beast with our love. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And Holy crap. Do. We should call Michael. I think he <laughs> stole the idea. Now that I think about it. Get Michael Grace on the phone. We gotta
2: Get Michael Grace. Get him <laughs> on the horn, producer Scott. But
4: what's sad is still, still the poor, the poor female character doesn't really get to do anything. She brings yeah. the no, fire it. up, and then he gets to kill the fucking beast with the fire.
2: Because <laughs> all she does is she exists to serve and bolster his his characters. So silly.
1: So, I mean, yeah. she she yes. cooked the meal, and then he got to eat it. So, yeah, <laughs> so pretty much. Happened so. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good
2: analogy there, yeah.
1: Anyway, so so Colwyn takes the fire from her and then does like this whole fire beam thing and lights the beast on fire basically and burns him up, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And then that is the end of the beast,
2: yeah. And we gotta whole, get out, we gotta get out of here because it's yeah, like exploding,
1: the, yeah. The whole and that was a big 80s thing was when you kill the bad guy, <laughs> the, the evil lair <laughs> falls apart afterwards. That was a big 80s thing, oh, so, yeah, yeah. Whenever, like, you were thinking, like, if you ever got bullied and you beat up the bully and you won, you'd have to run the fuck out of that building because it was gonna fall apart (laughs) on top of you afterwards.
2: Out of the cafeteria, (laughs) or yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna get out of this warehouse. (laughs) record it's gonna
1: fall apart. I
2: did it. (laughs) And um, they run and run and run, and then they run into a field. They do, and they make fun of Ergo, and then the movie's done. (laughs)
1: And it is. That's it. But all that being said, I actually still really, I really like this film and I would recommend yep. it absolutely.
2: I, again, so. I, think it, I think it was very cute, very delightful cute, charming film. It just isn't going to be something that I'm going to seek out again and again. Though, like I said, I would like to watch it with producer Scott because I think he would really enjoy yeah. it. I think it would yeah. be
4: really fun to watch in a group, you know. Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: So that'd be great although we um, basically
2: just did with this this
1: episode (laughs) so so again uh, if I could real quick the notes that I have of things that I really thought were great again the miniatures and the Mm -hmm. the little the special effects stuff with the miniatures and everything they did I thought was fabulous the scenery was fantastic I mean they really did spend a lot of fucking money on this movie and it looks great it really does
2: yeah
1: I mean it was like what 45 million bucks I think somewhere around that area
2: Jesus Um, in 1983 money
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They lost their apps. So they lost their butts for sure. Um, yeah. But it's got elaborate sets and production. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, I, I think the score, I think this, I really the score like, like the score of the That's song. James Horner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. James Horner. Yeah. I mean,
4: it, there, I, there are a few parts of it that like remind me of E.T. Um, oh, no, my God, yeah. And there's, and there's another part that reminds me of, I think it's the um, the asteroid music from Empire Strikes Back. Okay. But that said, it's still a really great score.
1: It is. Um, it is really good. So yeah. yeah. It is really good for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's about all I had. So there you go.
2: Okay. Should we move on to the second
1: feature? I don't want to. That call is crawl. It- uh just real quick just so you know, Sandra, Hungry Boy is really upset with you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so your your roasting of the beast did not sit well with him.
2: So. Hungry boy, I must <laughs> express myself. <laughs> I only calls him like I see some Hungry boy, that's a so rubber he... face monster. There, that's a <laughs> fucking putty or something from. Power I can Rangers say the same band. thing about
1: my mom, though, Sandra. <laughs> <So we got laughs> oh, rubber no. face monster. Uh, oh, did we okay. say
4: that this was directed by the way uh, by Peter Yates? I don't think Peter we did. About the director, um. Probably the biggest thing he any. ever did was Bullet, Bullet. Yeah, Steve McQueen.
2: Yep. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um,
4: written by Sanford Sherman. Uh, he wrote Ice Pirates, Space awesome Herpes. Space Herbies. Uh, the man <laughs> who wasn't there. <laughs> any which way you can, a wonderful.
2: <laughs> That's a random resume, my dude.
1: Oh, anyway, yeah. Just well, he, he that took this there. film specifically Peter Yates did because he didn't want to be. Um, you know, cornered in that whole like uh, thriller line, like the bullet. He wanted to do something else. So, interesting. He got this film just so you can get out of that and do something different. But I mean, it's yeah, a job well done. It just didn't do him. well. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's a good film. It's still I mean, a great in, film. You yeah. know, I think. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
2: okay. we ready for the next one?
1: Oh, this one. Bring it on. Oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> okay. Our next feature is by. Um, don coscarelli it is 1982's tiger king starring joe exotic um nice oh we have fun here at the cult show okay (laughs) no this is Beastmaster. actually uh you you will get them confused if you've seen both um based on a novel from 1959 by andre norton Dar is a prince destined to kill evil wizard Mayax. He is magically kidnapped from his mother's stomach by a witch posse who worked for Mayax. Baby Dar is saved and raised in a humble village and discovers he can communicate with animals. In a classic twist, Dar becomes set on vengeance when his people are killed and he falls in love with a maiden fair. All
1: right. So, no, I'm, I'm looking at Hungry Boy's <laughs> Hungry Boy's comment is Don't you slam Beastmaster Sandra <laughs> Oops, too fucking late <laughs> Okay
2: I mean, I pretty much just i just synopsized the movie I didn't have to do anything It did the work for me um uh, Jesus Christ, I could have definitely gone my entire life without seeing this movie. Um yeah. <laughs> again, it's like 2 hours long and I don't mm-hmm. know what happened in that 2 hours. Um I will Tanya say
1: Tanya Roberts that's what happened in this movie. It's <laughs> Tanya Roberts.
2: I will say there um there's stuff that I like about it. Of course, I like the concept of like the communicating with animals thing i like that mm-hmm. um no offense to her again another kind of boring damsel in distress lady um she had a little bit of variety I, but it's like everything cool about her like happens mm-hmm. off screen and so it's just kind of like yet again where's the sisterhood where's the love for the sisterhood and we didn't even get a spider lady in this one there was no consolation prize of a spider lady um Riptorn,
1: yeah, oh. T- Todd just Todd just wrote tonight. Hungry Boy's childhood is murdered by Sandra. <laughs> oh,
2: no, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Boy. Hungry Boy, you know I lo- I love you so much. You know I love you, Hungry Boy. Um, uh, Beastmaster is, oh my gosh, it's it's a hot mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Um, I can't. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm going to let someone else talk. I have, okay. I have some, but I have. some. So
4: <laughs> the year was 1982. Jesus. Um, summer of 82, uh, second grade had just ended for me.
3: Aww.
4: Um, my dad, and I just found this out, uh, how this all happened, but my dad packed a suitcase for my mom, put her on a plane and sent her to Michigan to go visit her sister <laughs>
2: I was and say, parents. Did she know anybody there? Or?
4: Um, no, she knew people there, but she, okay, didn't, know she, was, she didn't know she was going. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so for a week, my dad was watching me and, and two of my brothers that still lived at home. Um, and I was genuinely concerned because up until that point, my mom was the primary or actually not the primary the only caretaker that i knew you know right. i didn't know if my dad even knew how to cook you know <laughs> i swear to god i i shit you not this is this Can is a this true man story keep
2: us alive um, yeah
4: anyway it ended up being an awesome weekend we went to great america we went to marine world um anyway and then we went and saw movies. And one of the movies that we saw <laughs> was Beastmaster. And I can remember going to UA6 on Third Street. Uh, and they had the the poster cases out front that you can walk around and 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 look at. And we went up to the box office and, and my dad asked, Well, what's this Beastmaster about? You know, and, and the guy I remember the guy saying, It's like Conan. And we thought, All right, we'll give it a shot. But I swear that this was not a movie that we would have been able to watch had my mom been there.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: So anyway, I fucking love this movie. Uh, Obviously, it is pure nostalgia for me. It is not great. I probably should have put this on my guilty pleasures list instead of Willow.
2: (laughs) Kind of Um, thinking so. (laughs) Yeah, kind of thinking so. Yeah. (laughs)
4: Um, But I love this movie. I really do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love you know that story. I love that story. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so speaking, I of... I would have rather have watched that story than this movie.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. So Mark Singer, who of course plays the Beast, or as I call him, the Beef Master, <laughs> Mark Singer. So he's uh aside from being gorgeous, he's um you know he was are in you the for bee. real?
2: Are you he, are you making he a joke? was pretty cut.
1: He was pretty. pretty he's, good. He is he's, one of he no, is one of the
2: most strange looking people I've ever. He seen.
4: is he's eighties gorgeous. It was a God, different. Time. Oh, it's a
2: different. Oh, it was a
4: different time. Oh. There were there were different standards.
2: Okay, I'm with you now. Okay, okay, go on.
1: But I mean, he's a, I, he's
2: a V like you.
1: Well, exactly. I was so well. He's he he defeated the V's, but yeah, he was he was. Uh, <laughs> Mike Donovan, I think was his character name, V. So he, you know, for me, he was a huge part of the eighties because he was a big P V was huge. Huge. <laughs> but uh and then Beastmaster was a pretty it. big flick. You never saw any of the V's? Oh my god.
2: I, I saw I've I've seen a few episodes of that. Yeah.
1: Oh wow, that's one we should watch and do then. That'd be cool. Um, Him and uh Faye Grant, both uh yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah. but um yeah, I don't know. You know, this film, I agree in the way with both of you. Sandra, I watched it again for the first time in like 30 years, probably, or whatever. And I was like, hey. you know, it's, <laughs>
3: what the hell?
1: It's, it's a little steaming. But at the same time, like, I had a lot of fond memories when things happened. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Because, I again, I watched this on HBO a lot as a kid when it was on you know, the cable channels. And it's got, I don't know, it's got a lot of fun. I mean, it's got a lot of fun. I want to know what's up with Rip Torn's nose. Like, why is he oh, wearing a prosthetic nose?
2: Nose, the nose. is He requested
1: that, by the is way. Is a
2: fucking really? beak? Yeah, it's, it's, there's. He, I he mean, wanted
4: to be bird-like, was what I read, and so oh, that that's,
2: succeeded. So yeah. they gave
4: him an eagle's beak for reals.
2: They gave him an eagle's beak for reals. <laughs> okay. Again, a really unfortunate wig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like his wig later in the movie. Uh, but his, with the
4: two uh, braids,
2: <laughs> with his two braids, with those cute little skull that I would totally wear. Like yeah. those are those are so me. But yeah, um,
4: yeah by not like you mean like love. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, yeah, no, the wig got better. I, I don't know why he didn't just have that cool wig the whole time. That first wig
1: was. Oof. Um, what Ooh, is was, your, was you have a thing. You have a thing with the wigs. Is there a like a? I do well, pro-
2: well because I, because I studied costume makeup and. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, you know, that whole thing. So I'm, cr- I, I haven't, I I have a thing about it. I like wardrobe and hair mm-hmm. and makeup to be really good. Okay. Even for 80s stuff, because there's, there's stuff from the 80s and earlier that had, you know, great wigs and stuff. So, so I'm like, no, you can't say oh, it was an 80s wig. No, it wasn't. No, there's better <laughs> wigs. No, I'm not falling for that.
1: It was an 80s beefcake.
2: <laughs> that was a great <laughs> 80s wig that Rip Torn had on. Um, hey, okay, can I just
1: say real quick though? Rip Torn, yeah. though, uh, God bless him. I mean, he's I, great. I, yeah. He was, he was fantastic. I love Rip Torn. He was great. Too. Yeah. So RIP Rip Torn. Be, you know, fantastic. That's,
2: that's kind of funny to see say RIP Rip Torn. I know.
3: <laughs> I know. Rip, rip. Rip, um, so, <laughs> rip. rip.
2: <laughs> hey, okay. So I just, mmm. Um, kind of want to ruin the childhood a little bit further
4: if I <laughs> you're, you're not going to ruin it for me but go ahead oh, yeah. no for okay. honey boy okay. she is yeah, yeah. Wow. i'm sorry yeah, no.
2: i'm about to take the knife and twist it a little deeper so i am a huge animal lover as we all know and notoriously a lot of animals died in things um and still do. And since the 1940s, they, you know, had that thing like, no, animals were harmed. And that's a big fucking lie. Like, animals are still harmed and die all the time on movie sets. Uh, not so much anymore. But, like, I think they lost, like, ten horses on the set of The Hobbit. So, it's, like, it's still, like, eh, not super wow. great. Um, So, I, of course, had to look up how many animals died in Beastmaster.
3: Oof.
2: Yeah, a few um so this i just i just want to say so the poor eagle in one of the shots he wouldn't fly on cue so they dropped him out of a trapdoor in a hot air balloon <laughs> so i'm sure yeah. that was, i mean who the fuck yeah, like what sadist what sadist thinks of like that wow Who's yeah. like, we can't quite get the eagle how we want it. Oh, I know.
3: Get drop a fucking
2: it. hot air balloon and <laughs> drop it at the bottom. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, what if the ferrets, I think, dies. That, well, I think yeah, they lost a the ferret.
1: Rip Corn <laughs> takes it out.
2: <laughs> um, and, oh, this one is actually the worst, though. So the tiger, Sultan he was a normal colored tiger coated in black dye. And he died um, after the film was done because of an allergic reaction to the colorant. And I'm sure in the eighties they were like, Oh, it's fine. There's lots of tigers. And it's like, no, there's like four tigers left. So that was kind of a problem. And yet once again, Caleb, we've had this conversation. Why didn't they just cast a black actor? (laughs) Why did they do it? We've seen this before. We've seen was that, this before.
1: Was that, black, was that blackface.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I slow clap you, Sandra. I slow clap you.
2: It's true though, because remember they did this to Black Philip. You see it all the time.
1: Oh, Keith David could have easily pulled that off. Wow. So
2: Keith David wow. can do anything. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah so wow. they, he he did want
4: a black leopard, but they said they're temperamental. Tiger. Um, Tiger. Yeah, no, he wanted a leopard. He wanted uh, something like something that's naturally a a, a big cat that is nor, uh, naturally black. And they said uh-huh. no, they're too they're too temperamental. Um, and it was actually the trainers that said, "Well, we'll just use like Clairol. <laughs> <laughs> Here,
2: we'll just cover. No, that's with literally shoe that's, no, that's what they were using." Yeah.
4: They were using yeah. Clarol to dye the hair. And,
2: Jesus! And
4: so, and it was the trainers.
1: Why did it have to be black at all? I mean, once they couldn't find uh, the, the
4: director, uh, uh, Don Costarelli. Costarelli. Said he does, he, he does not. He didn't want stripes. He didn't like stripes.
2: The fuck. Okay. So
4: he he envisioned it black. He wanted black. God damn it! He got
1: black.
2: Yeah, even, okay. I don't care if that
1: fucking tiger has to die. I want it black. So, uh, so we all know of course horror fans, we all know Don Coscarelli from Phantasm and you know I mean, um and of course Bubba Hotep, exactly. So he's you know he's a established director for sure. Yeah so Yeah. yeah. Sandra, I just want to yes. keep you up to date on Hungry Boy's progress. Okay, <laughs> so.
2: I'm sorry, I had to um, I had to speak for the animals. I you
1: know uh let's see sandra has messed me up so bad i'm making huge typos um <laughs> <laughs> uh sandra has well, that's not it wait, wait what does that one say sandra's made sure i'm making a a nummy yummy rummy cocktail now damn it <laughs> <What>? um <laughs> what? making my it leg go like numb. numb that was yeah. the other one thank you i couldn't find that one. Oh, and god damn it Sandra, shot in her voice. Con! <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to speak the truth. I am a journalist with integrity, God damn it.
1: <laughs> like mark from uh, Mark from Bismos says that uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion, no matter how millennial it is. <laughs>
3: <Very
1: good>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trust me, trust me. I like a lot. I I mean, you know, he's he's been around. He's seen it. I like a lot of stuff from the 80s and older. I like a lot of cheesy stuff, a lot of silly stuff. This one for me, I think definitely having not seen it as a kid was really hard for me to like.
4: I understand that. Take I, this I, I, yeah. I totally get that. Because yeah. how many times have I said that, you know, about movies you guys love? You know, right about horror films yes. that yes. I've just now seen, where I'm like, I'm watching it at 46 years old, and I don't get it. You know? and nostalgia like, does this... a
2: lot of stuff, and, you know, we've had that conversation a little bit, too, Caleb and I, especially about Star Wars, and, you know, and, and Indiana Jones, and people being mm-hmm. like, when I was a kid, and it's like, it was the same stuff, people, it's just... You just have your precious nostalgia, and sometimes you can't see past that. And mm-hmm. I do it too. So, I'm,
4: I yeah. I get it. I'm I'm not. Yeah. You know, it is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that Happy Mid said I thought the ferrets were the fucking stars of the film. Um,
4: Toto and Toto.
2: <laughs> not happy that one died um, in the movie or in real life, and the witches were fucking awesome. They They're had pretty done. cool. Yeah, I like the witches. One of those frayers? died in
1: real life too. Oh, I'm uh, sure from the yeah. f- from the colorant. They used. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we, we haven't we we haven't actually like you know gone we through the, the movie at all. <laughs> what happens? Well, so, there's not
2: much plot but, to speak of. Um,
1: so, Dar, which by the way is Rad spelled backwards, <laughs> you guys didn't know. So. That's has important. to go on the journey of yeah. and he's pretty dar revenge he's what <laughs> he's pretty dar he's like pretty the opposite
2: dar. of rad he's <laughs> uh, he's
1: dar as fuck <laughs> so he goes on the on the basically the pilgrimage to get revenge for his uh village being pillared by the Jung the j u Jung j u what was it
2: the, the Jung, Jung right? the
1: Horde. Yeah. John, was, J-U-N, sorry. John I was horde. calling
2: them the Jungian archetypes, the Carl <laughs> Youngs. Yeah. And um, the yep, main guy was, is yeah.
4: really cool with the all-black face. And the Very cool, actually. And the, like, he yeah. looks awesome.
2: He looks super badass, has lots of... He has, like, my little hair, like, my little pigtails, like, all <laughs> over his hat. All over his fancy hat, yeah.
1: He was... The lead guy of that, of the the, the Jun, was War Duke from... Dungeons and Dragons. If you guys, you guys remember this, but the Whoa. the Dungeons and Dragons uh, figure uh, action figures in the eighties, there was a character called War Duke, and he had a helmet that had like things like antlers, like almost antlers. That came out. Yeah, yeah. like the Jun guy does. So it was a very cool. similar. I don't pull that. that one. I, I oh, don't I don't
4: point. I don't even remember those toys.
1: <laughs> I do. I I had them all at one point. Oh, all of wow. them.
2: Oh, can I talk about the other thing I liked about this movie?
1: Please. I think Um I think we're really making some people <laughs> <laughs> Um upset. I really
2: liked the um the creatures that like they have their little the like eagle
1: people. Oh yeah. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, they the,
1: devour the little, devourers. devourers. Yeah.
2: Okay. Now, I will say that whole thing was a little weird. I'm sure in the in the original book, maybe that's more fleshed out. Like, why they decided to bestow upon him that thing. Because literally, Dar wanders into their, like, cavern. And it's like, oh, a dude, let me free you. Freeze the dude. Because they, like, they, like, yep. eat people with their little, and they, like, acid dissolve them. And then, like, Dar, like, stands up to them. And they, like, were like, oh, like, nobody's ever stood up to us before. Have this trinket. But, I mean, none of that really makes any sense. Like, any of it. But, um... They I'd give like...
4: it... No, no, they respect him because his... Because Dar's eagle flies onto their, I don't know, is that it? Okay, standard. I did. Yeah. I could so once they, say, once they see that the eagle is with Dar, they're like, oh, respect.
2: So... <laughs> oh, you have an eagle. That's cool, bro. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, it didn't, I will say for me, it didn't read like anything about Mm. how did, why did Dar wander into this cavern? Like anything, like nothing made sense to me. It was, it was just
4: on the path of his journey. (laughs)
2: <laughs> sort of i mean <laughs> if you and, anyway and he
4: needed them later on so he, yes
2: <laughs> but i did like them and i like the concept of of them and how they eat people and yeah the way they look and stuff yeah. it's, so it's
4: very it's very brundle fly how they like just slurp you
1: up you know
2: yeah uh, yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i was gonna say that, that was, it was exactly because i'm like they they're, they're like flies or whatever that they spit some kind of aesthetic thing on people to melt them right like a, yeah. like a fly or you know and then they spit him out but or or perhaps a, bun- a brindle fly kind of thing so exactly <laughs> so so, so, so
2: speaking of dar on his journey there's yes. another thing i like about this movie um and that is i actually rather like seth and tall i like seth and tall
1: okay yeah john amos um,
2: yeah, oh, he's a fabulous actor. He's so he's one of those like we talk about all the time that it's like he's just been in everything. He's just yep. like work, 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 work. Um and you know like I saw him and I'm like this is this is the guy. It's the guy who's in like everything. Um <laughs> I think he and Rip Torn were on another level with the acting compared to everybody else, but I like that archetype of, you know, Kind of like a wise warrior, and he's got the boy with him, and they're trying to raise an army. I like that. His
4: his loincloth was pretty fucking sweet.
2: Um, nobody in their world believes in pants.
4: (laughs) That's true. It must be really hot there, but that's yeah. Apparently, apparently, in real life, it was really cold.
2: (laughs) Really, that's (laughs) that's funny. Yeah but maybe oh, it was yeah.
4: just really cold because they had no clothes on like so it wasn't
2: yeah you know, it was like, like 50
4: degrees or something but it's you know like maybe when, we when could you've put got on nothing legging, but a loincloth on that problem put feels on a legging freezing.
2: solve that problem <laughs> but they don't they didn't like any they don't want any leg prisons in this world <laughs> none
1: okay so can we <laughs> take Mm-mm. this to a point of um dar is on his adventure basically where he meets people along the way again. I
2: said that.
1: Right. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to get us, I guess, back to try and get to the what is going on. I kind of thing. To get sure. back to his eventually get to Mayox. Is that his name? Correct? Rip Torn's name?
3: Mayax. Mayax.
1: Mayax. Okay. To get to Mayax along the way. Um the village where Mayax with the the pyramid, the Mayan looking mm-hmm. kind of pyramid thing that he does the sacrifices on. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Cause that's probably like a whole set they built for that whole little town. You know, including that pyramid thing and everything, which I you know appreciate the fact that they went through probably a lot of trouble to do that.
2: Takes a long time to get up there.
1: Yes, it takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> it does take a long time to get up there. You're right. <laughs> so, but um, how about those berserker dudes when they're making those crazy guys the, the inside the temple? The death, death guards. guards. Yes,
4: the S and M.
1: <laughs>
4: yes. Yes.
2: Oh, that was that. What they were called? Death. Death guards. Death? Yeah um so they put
4: what they, they put
2: like a magic leech in,
4: something in the a, ear kind of like a con kind of like con. yeah
2: yeah exactly yep. yeah it's kind of like a glowy leech thing they put that in there and it scrambles up your brain
4: and it makes your eyes glow
2: makes your eyes glow
4: that makes sense but i mean it uh, doesn't make sense but i'm no. buying it <laughs> sure because they're cool um <laughs>
2: The other reason I really like Seth and Tal, I should reiterate this on the journey, is they have, um, you know, a purpose, which is to get rid of this this despot who's, you know, imprisoned the king and done all this bad stuff. Whereas Uh, sacrificing kids. Whereas Dar literally only cares about the girl he's seen once for a few minutes, I felt like the whole movie people were like, "Dar, he does all this shit, and he's so bad." And Dar's like, "Yeah, but what about the girl, though?"
4: I mean, uh, have you seen Tanya Roberts swimming (laughs) without her top
2: on? (laughs) I did. I did see it. Yeah, and I yeah, of course, I found it (laughs) engaging. It's fine. I mean, nudity doesn't bother me. But again, Dar, eyes on the bigger picture, maybe. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Someone said in chat earlier, I forget who it is, but he uses the tiger to hit on the girl. Oh,
2: my God. Um, I think producer Scott. Oh, I do have a quote from producer Scott in here. Dar, hero, savior of the universe. But I'm just gonna hide up here and creep on these women for a bit. <laughs> I mean, producer, she, producer she, Scott she, said it best.
4: She hadn't really lived a lot yet. They had women in the village.
1: True. Not like Tanya Roberts. Yeah. Well, no redheads. They didn't have any yeah, redheads. Yeah. Only they didn't exist <laughs> in that village. Yeah. No, they did not. <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway dar so dar's got his animals he's got seth and whatever you call the other guy the kid tall tall um and they make their way back to and they what was the we don't know the guy's name do we the guy that helped him out that was the he saved the, the dad's child and he took him into his home to help him
2: oh the one that raised him no the one oh um, you mean the guy
4: from halloween
2: three yes oh yeah Look at that. Yes. <laughs> yes um oh my gosh that guy who was the guy in just, the camper from halloween three yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes yep, yes, yep yep the guy who was the number one salesperson of the <laughs> year yeah and then they again put a weird little like fire <laughs> tug wig on yeah, him Friar and Tuck, like, totally
4: yeah uh oh here it is uh ralph Strait. um he played buddy kupfer in halloween three Yes, right? thank you, buddy. Right? Okay. His yep. name was Sacco, S-A-C-C-O. You're Sacco. kidding me!
2: You're Sacco. kidding me! That was not his name.
1: Sacco. 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 I may okay. be pronouncing it wrong, but maybe it's saiko Anyway, they meet him. He helps everyone out. They, I mean, it's they eventually get into the temple. We'll call it a temple, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Get in there and to rescue. They had to rescue who the king, I guess, get him out of there and then uh, get back out, make their plan of how they're going to finally like overthrow Mayox, Mayax, whatever you call them. Maylocks. (laughs) Maylocks. I'm trying to I'm just trying to move this along, Sandra. (laughs) and Give it a (laughs) I'm
2: trying to. And then you keep being like, oh, let's talk more about the non-existent plot. But go on.
1: (laughs) No, the plot of revenge. And let's talk about the end of the movie. So the end of the movie, you basically have what? You've got Rip Torn uh, doing his typical sacrifice and you've got the king who is now an old decrepit man who doesn't know that his son, Dar, is still alive.
3: Wait, wait, wait. wait. The king. The king,
2: though. Oh my god. This was the most absurd part of the whole fucking movie for me. When he tells him, you're a freak, that go talk to your animals. (laughs) Like, and then we see the door, uh, yes. like, <laughs> like crying. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me right now? Like, the king, it's like, this dude just saved your ass. The stupid king. He has a cool, actually really cool magical power where he talks to animals. And you're like, go away. We don't need you. It's like, you clearly need him. Like, that was so silly. That was like.
1: And worse off, though, it's his son. <laughs> he's like, he's like dismissing yeah. his son.
2: He doesn't even know that.
1: Yeah, see, it's a sad. Um, it's actually a sad story, Sandra. It is. Sad. Yeah, it was
2: so sad. It, um, it is. Well, and his adopted dad told him that people weren't going to like him because he was different. He did a whole Elsa and Frozen, like conceal, don't secrets. conceal, don't feel. Yeah, <laughs> conceal, don't don't feel. I'm sorry, the, that was so ridiculous to have that. Like they needed something to happen for Dar to go into his abyss, and they're like, I know the king will be mean to him.
1: <laughs> I just Come want to, real quick, hungry boy, hungry boy. <laughs> He's having a hard time right now. So <laughs> it's okay. Caleb and I are on with you. We're on your side. Yeah. Sandra. I <laughs> I'm, letting,
4: I'm I am letting Sandra have her say because her her say is just as important as the rest of us. So
2: I, I'm just saying that the emperor has no clothes. That's right. that's all I'm saying. And,
4: and and that's your opinion, and I
1: am allowing you to say that. I, I just don't want to get a really like bad package from Australia. <laughs> like a, a week <laughs> from now. Boy
2: and I are very cool. We're very close. <laughs> We're good friends. <laughs>
1: you're very close. You're, you're devastating him right now. <gasps> yeah, it's okay
2: okay i'm sorry go ahead continue to say how this movie has a really strong plot go on i'm listening
1: (laughs) yes mark oh no mark is saying do you not realize the impact of that scene where his father calls him a freak even though they don't realize it's him i mean that's you know that's that plays a lot on a son to have your dad not accept you he doesn't know that's
2: his dad
1: well you know he he knows anybody
4: anybody that he's put himself out
2: People call me you know. a freak every goddamn day. <laughs> like, well,
4: what are you doing?
2: Just living <laughs> life, bro. Go on, go on.
1: Anyway, go ahead, Caleb, wrap, wrap up the, the, uh, what happens in the film at the end?
2: Well, Cause I have, I have one more note at the end and I refuse to not say it.
4: So there's, there's this whole thing where Riptorn is finally killed. Right. And you think, Hey, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> but no, now you've got to go fight the Jon Horde. <laughs> um uh oh and in the process uh uh Dar loses one of his his ferrets. I forget which one Kodo or Podo. But um that's very sad too. He loses he loses one of his companions that have been on this journey with him. That is very tragic. Anyway, um after they kill um Mayax, they have to um, bolster their defenses because the jun horde is coming. And isn't there like a tar pit moat or
3: something around the
4: <laughs> yes <laughs> that they set on fire, that they burn most of the Jun Horde. Uh, Dar goes in and has his one-on-one fight with with uh, the leader of the Jun, the Juns. Juns. Um, and of course, he is—he is victorious. And then he learns. Oh, then he learns that hey, you are actually the heir to the throne. You—you you could be king. And he says, "Nah, nah, S- um, Seth, you have been training my—I guess brother, half brother. That's kind of unclear." Yeah, um, that's one of the things I there's, to get there's, to.
2: There's, there's like the whole. Can I can is, I just is, is she may it related I, to him or not? Yes, may I may I please come in? May I please come in? I'm sorry. No. This is my last <laughs> note. Zed the king has been imprisoned in this temple yet somehow like right like <laughs> for a long time like remember the witches put the stuff on him and they took the baby when is out of his wife's stomach. Somehow he fathered Tall who's about maybe 12 or 13 years old that's never explained, how he fathered him from inside the temple? What? That doesn't make sense. How did he escape? And yes, Dar is in love with his own cousin, and it's gross. Or. No, it's not an or, that's the story.
4: No. Or.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's, what or, what?
4: or, the king's wife died. She did. It really does look like she dies. She definitely right.
2: died, yeah.
4: He, the king marries again, and, ha- and 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 uh, Tall is a half brother to Dar. Okay, none of this and... is
2: explained in the film, so well, this it's is not your this is your But, but, but go on. But yeah. so so is yours, though. No, it's not because like we we never see or hear anything else from the king or what's happened to him. So it doesn't make sense either way. We're filling in blanks here that they really didn't think Can't was important to blanks? tell us.
4: Like, I mean, Jesus, like, we just did 10 episodes of Friday the 13th where I felt I had to fill in blanks because it didn't make sense. No,
2: I, t- no, and I talked about, no, we talked about that. <laughs> no, we talked about that, but I'm saying, like, I do have a little bit of an issue with continuity in films, and this is a big one.
4: Well, this is one film. Friday the 13th was 10 films. Of and we called out all of those okay. having
2: no continuity. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> this is yet another
4: one. I'm I'm just I've given you a plausible explanation. <laughs> Back at ya.
2: Well, yeah, whatever. There's not plausible. And he's married likes his cousin. It's gross.
1: That that happens a lot though, Sandra. That's a pretty common thing, especially <laughs> in this country. So <laughs> but I mean it is Tanya Roberts. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know I'm just saying. but <laughs> anyway, um okay, so yeah, so Caleb, what you said Dart the 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 sword, the sword play in this film, the choreography of the sword fights, um not the, yeah, not the greatest, <laughs> not the greatest of any film. crawl is definitely better as far as sword play goes. Um but yeah, basically Beastmaster fights you say gets get gets rid of Rip, gets rid of the leader of the Jun the devoured be- guys come in at the very end and help by getting all the rest of the, of the John and basically right. run flying them and turning them into, <laughs> into food. Um, and then, yeah. And then, uh, Dar says, no, I don't want any Kings. I'm out of here. I'm going to go roam the desert, <laughs> basically run around and with my animals. And I guess like, do what? I'm not sure. Scooby-Doo type stuff. Look, have a TV, have, t-
2: have a TV show eventually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, have a TV show eventually, exactly. Make a sequel where he's lost in time. But, you know, the usual stuff. So
2: I can't but. blame him for not wanting to rule this ridiculous world. I would just want to go... I just want to go be with animals now anyway. Let alone... True, on, you do. Not let alone on their weird planet.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, that being said, though, this is a, a huge cult film. Like, like you said, it probably... I don't know what it did when it, in its box office time, but... It definitely has, I mean, HBO proliferated this film, basically, <laughs> by being shown every day, probably five times a day, or something, you know what I mean? You can always yes. catch it on, on the paid channels, and making it have a, a life after theatrical, but to a point where, I mean, people who, a lot of people in the chat who are, of course, are, are quite fond of it, so.
4: Yeah. And I am one of them.
1: Yes. And there are I, I, a bunch
2: in chat as well.
1: <laughs> I would definitely.
2: Scott, Scott, you did not like this movie. you Scott likes it. You tore this mm-hmm. fucking movie apart. Don't don't pretend. <laughs> I watched it with you. Producer Scott's lying.
1: Yeah, hungry boy. <laughs> One thing uh he thinks Sanders should have said is that Beastmaster needed a James Earl Jones like Conan. <laughs> So, there you go.
4: With, with a really bad wig, like James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah, oh,
2: that... Oh, God.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, Poor man. All right, so notes. Any notes, you guys... I mean, I know, Sam, you said all yours. Um, I've got... Oh, how about... So, I mean, Tanya Roberts, we got no, no love for her at all? You just... She's just kind of like a... N- nothing but love for Tanya Roberts.
2: <laughs> it's nothing personal against the woman. It just... it It's a bummer that her character is so...
1: Flat the character of Kiri, yeah,
2: it's a bummer, Curie,
1: yeah. Uh, Curie.
3: by
4: the way, um, Don wanted um, Demi Moore to play that character, oh, uh, but he was overruled by the producers, so okay. Uh, and I think Demi was like 18 or 19 years old at the time, kind of an unknown, um, cinematographer was John Alcott who did. A Clockwork Orange, amongst other things, but that was probably the, the 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 biggest thing he had ever done.
2: This is a departure, okay? Yeah,
4: I guess so. But yeah, a job is a job.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't like look at those two films and necessarily think it was the same cinematographer. Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, that was, I guess, kind of a <laughs> synopsis of Beastmaster. Sandra did not care for it very much. Uh, Neil, I think, is in the middle on Beastmaster. Probably between Sandra and Caleb, it looks like. So, and then Caleb enjoys it. Absolutely. So, there you go. That's okay. And the chat loves it.
3: <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't think you can be today years old and see that movie for the first time and be like, Wow. I just right. don't think it's possible, and
4: and and I agree with you there. Yeah,
1: that is true. That Doesn't, is true. But yeah. Especially from a woke perspective, probably I would assume.
2: I, there's nothing so. even woke wrong about it, except for the fact that she's kind of a a, a lame damsel. But there yeah. uh, there isn't anything even like from a woke or millennial or anything perspective. I mean, it's just kind of a silly movie. <laughs>
3: I'm yes. going to
0: jump in because I'd like to defend myself a little bit. to oh, you, this is,
2: okay, And I, this is somebody, again, I grew up with Willow and Labyrinth and Legend. And I love – because I saw those when I was a kid. And so I love them now. But,
0: you know. So I did enjoy this film. I also did tear it apart while we were watching it. And, and I said this in the chat. And I want to say it, you know, f- for posterity for our podcast listeners – Um, I I felt like when I was watching this film, I feel like this is what people who watch A New Hope for the first time now feel. (laughs) Like, there's there's plenty of stuff to tear apart, but I I think it was fun. I I really do think it was fun while being a little uh, iffy. Uh, Not a lot of it held up. (laughs)
2: Like that description, iffy. Iffy. (laughs) <laughs> okay.
4: But
0: I,
2: I
4: think you can still have a good time even with a bad movie. I mean, uh, yeah, Sandra, you and I liked Friday the Thirteenth. I, I'm sorry, I hate to keep going back to that, but we both really liked Nine.
2: Yes, no, I like and a lot that,
4: of, was that was bad. I like really a lot bad. of silly
2: movies. I like <laughs> a lot of silly movies. This one for me, it, it just it really it did nothing. It did nothing. I think it's a cool power to talk to animals. And I, I wish it had had a better venue to do that in.
1: Okay, but you like crawl, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I said I like crawl. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah. I'm just checking. I was reiterating.
2: No, like I said, like I said, it's just I don't know if you can be today years old and see it for the first time and be like,
1: what? I got gotcha. you. So what I would say is the people <laughs> out there listening, watching. Go go on Amazon and click our our affiliate links, and you can purchase these films and watch them for yourself. And maybe then you can decide your thoughts on Beastmaster and Crawl, because they'll be below, by the way. So
4: if you write and write, if if she'd she'd be write us back and tell us what you think, because we'd yeah. love to hear.
1: We would, right? By the way, we 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 are so good at self promotion. We never ever mention the fact that we have like Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts and Twitter accounts or anything, right? So we have all a, the
2: socials. All once the socials. in a
1: while, we should probably mention that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just always think that's assumed, right? I mean, who doesn't have a social media these days? I and mean, you gotta. We're on them. We're on all You're of right. them. You're right.
1: You're absolutely right. So, but you know, huh? everyone else seems to always mention it. We we don't. <laughs> so whatever. They're anyway. there. Awesome. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I think we should uh, finish this one off before <laughs> there's a freaking riot <laughs> right outside, <laughs> outside of our homes. <laughs> Scott, quick! What a fork. Stick a fork in uh, the beast. Uh, in the okay. Laura and didn't say. A they fell asleep hey, when God. they realized they realized it wasn't a horror movie and they left. I know, right? <laughs> hungry Lewis, sorry Hungry, Lewis, Todd Mark from Washington Mark from Washington Todd, thank you Todd Scott, there you Todd.
3: guys are awesome bye, bye guys bye. we love
1: you I hope we see bye. you next week
2: It's a cunt!